You're listening to Mobile Bunny by Moo Moo, demystifying markets one episode at a time. This content is strictly for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be interpreted as a recommendation or investment guidance. Keep in mind that this information is not personalized and should not be the sole basis for your investment decisions as there may be additional factors to consider. Hi, welcome to Mobile Money by Moo Moo. I'm your host, Justin Zachs, Vice President of Strategy at Moo Moo Technologies. I've spent my whole career in and around financial markets. This is a show that helps investors gain a better understanding of markets and their money. The average consumer spends about $200 just on Valentine's Day gifts. Today, we're going to discuss some of the more popular gifts, what they are, uh, and the stocks that are connected to them, how couples deal with the financial stress, uh, and what you can do to mitigate that stress. We'll also take a look at Valentine's Day in Asia and Australia and find out if there are any differences from the United States. I have two very special guests with me today, Jessica Amir and Olivia Higgins. Hi, uh, so my name is Jessica Amir. Um, I'm from Australia, so I've been in financial markets for 17 years. And um, yeah, just really helping people and understand the, the basics of investing and uh, break down a lot of the myths and conceptions, but more or less, it's, I guess, talking about macroeconomics and stocks, picking trends and that type of thing. And I'm on TV and radio and newspapers and just really trying to help more investors, um, as many people as possible. And that, I guess that's why um, I've ended up on TV sharing insights. Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Olivia Higgins. I'm the lead presenter at Moomoo Moo Singapore. And of course, you've seen me and of course them on the shows together. But I think essentially today, you know, I'm representing the Singapore and also Asian markets. Um, and what I do is I have a finance and also research background. So I've also worked in TV and also was trained as a broadcast journalist. But I think essentially my value here is to make sure that I continuously communicate and be your communicator and bridge to other experts and knowledge for yourselves. So it's really important for me to, like the others here, to empower you um, and also to educate you and to continuously be here for you so that we can learn together and be on this journey of growth together. And Valentine's Day is a big holiday in the United States, about $26 billion will be spent just in the United States on uh, different types of gifts and services. But it's also really popular all around the world. And it's actually not a public holiday in any country, but we pretty much celebrate it in every country. Uh, so I really am interested in learning, you know, what is Valentine's Day like in yeah. Asia? What is Valentine's Day like in Australia? And I know here in the U.S., Gifts are like candy, greeting cards, flowers. Going out for an evening is a big deal. Let's have dinner. Let's go to the spa. Of course, jewelry. Yeah. Most people are not turning that down. Yeah. <laughs> so how is it in Asia? Well, there is the expectation. I think it's pretty consistent with the U.S. Um, there's an element of extravagance. And I think the element of romanticism is quite strong in Valentine's Day. And that spills over to the amount of money that people are willing to spend, right? So you've got this pressure component for men to maybe, you know, plan for their women and also vice versa. But it's more common with the males being the leading uh, role within Valentine's Day. Then the flip side is, you know, how much 
cost is inherited within the couple and also the the men versus the women. We're also talking about non-binary couples, right? Mm -hmm. And also just being inclusive for everyone. But I think whatever the couple dynamic is, we really have to do better to communicate um, different expectations of what money means and how much to spend. In terms of the spend in the United States, men spend about three times as much as women on their partner. Aussie is pretty similar to the US. So um, I guess traditionally there's like this leaning towards gifts, right? But I think Aussies, they love the outdoors. Um, in Valentine's Day, you know, with seasonality, um, it's summer. So is it something romantic to watch the sunset or go to the beach or something like that? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So it's all about that quality time. So if we typically see a lot of picnics, um, a lot of couples, families going on picnics because um, the weather's pretty pretty nice, not too hot in Feb. So yeah, absolutely um, out and about. But even even more so, like if we expand that experiential economy, a lot of uh, a lot of couples and families like uh, take holidays around this time of year. Domestic travel increasing, more more flight bookings, um, and also like little little small um, experiences as well, like air ballooning, white water rafting for those more um, adventurous <laughs> couples. Very <interesting. laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. Also in the, in the US, there's this whole idea, particularly I think among Gen Z and millennials, they want experiences. They don't want goods. So maybe no flowers and chocolate. They want an experience. So it's a night out. It's going to be a big dinner. It's mm. going to be going to the spa. It's going to be going, yeah, the Super Bowl, going <laughs> and like, yeah, that ho hotel. So is it more about Marriott, like, or mm. a hotel chain? What do you think about those stocks in, in terms of mm. goods versus, you know, services and experiences when it comes to yeah. Valentine's Day? Yeah, really good question. I think um, with COVID, we saw like the experiential economy post-COVID after the recovery. Um, we saw the experiential economy in the services sector spending just like a really take off. Everyone wanted to be out and about. And there was money coming, you know, out of like discretionary spending on goods and it was more on services. So absolutely, you know, travel companies really were seeing roaring trade. The definition of romanticism, right, can be redefined now. You know, talking about finances, for example, or even just talking about the future, if you are seriously, yes, if yes. you're dating someone, if you're married, talking about money, like, okay, let's talk about our finances, like kicking off the new year. Where do you want to be in five years' time? Or maybe start to think about investing okay. as well. I want to get a little bit into the stocks, right? How about Match.com? That's, I kind of want does, does, does everyone like Sunday night said, I need a Valentine's Day date. Like, I can't be by myself. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What, do you, what do you think about, uh, is, is, is Match a good match for your portfolio? Yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, um, do we still use Match.com? I mean, it's more of well, the Match, match owns, they, apps, yeah, and they own uh, Tinder. Tinder. They own Tinder. So they own a suite oh, of so all of these different own, companies. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they're probably in the U.S. They they're one of the biggest right. uh, dating site companies, and See, they've rolled up a bunch facts of them. Right there. Yeah. yeah. So you've got Match.com, and then you've also got Bumble as well. So yeah, it's interesting to see user growth actually does increase around like this seasonality. No one wants to be alone around Christmas. No one really wants to be Han Solo around <laughs> around Valentine's Day. Yeah. So absolutely, you know. One of the other big <laughs> gifts is is jewelry. Jewelry is very synonymous with Tiffany, which is now owned by LVMH, which acquired it a few years ago. And I and I was mm. just noting, you know, every, everyone's really into Tesla here. 
uh, at, on the, in the Mimu community, and I just saw that Elon was passed by LVMH's founder. Uh, you know, um, you know, I wonder how much of that has to do with Valentine's Day. What, I mean, what do you think of these uh, diamond companies like Tiffany's and, and Blue Nile and some of these mm. other jewelry uh, stocks? Well, I don't know about um, the U.S. and Asia, but we typically see pretty long queues, like in Australia, like for, you know, uh, for the high-end brands, not just Louis Vuitton, but Prada, and the queues are wrapped around the buildings. It's an entire experience for somebody, and to go there with a couple or your your partner, let's say, and help them choose a particular bag or, or you know, be part of that process, I think it's more for people, right? It becomes a bit more romantic then. It becomes more special. I guess presence right sometimes people are actually just buying things but then you have the ones that yeah obviously taking the photos but there's obviously a respected culture i think in those big mega stores or mm. those famous ones where um, they really respect the buyer and also the shopper and their experience i also um, think if you are thinking uh, as an investor like and you're kind of brainstorming like i'm listening to this podcast and like what are the investment opportunities here like can i potentially get an idea for an investment, something that pricks my interest. I think maybe think about the earnings margin. Flowers are popular in Australia and in the Asia Pacific. I know that they're, they're quite they're quite huge as, yeah. as gift giving. 800 flowers, what's the yeah. margin? Well, there? did you see how much these roses cost? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> but so the margins, at least know? at Valentine's Day, yeah, they're all, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly, but yeah. I know they're very high. I think right. these are running the in the triple digit numbers in okay. New York sometimes for, for some, a fancy dozen right. uh, of, of roses. Yeah, it if you want them. from like, yeah, about yeah. 200, yeah. it can go up, yeah. And that also makes sense, like with, uh, with this seasonality thing, to your point, Justin, like you, you'll see, well, I know in Australia, you'll see the, the price, like a set menu of, of a dinner, like a couple dinner. That will definitely be a lot higher than any other normal oh, of day course. of the week. Yeah. So, I mean, and you're getting the same food, but you're, 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 you're paying for the well. seat and the expenses are crazy. And that's what I want to get into mm. talking a little bit more about now is, is the financial aspect of Valentine's Day and, and how couples deal uh, with uh, expenses. And, and I think about, so... You know, not everyone has a ton of money to spend on Valentine's Day. Some of these numbers, like we just talked about, are astronomical. So mm -hmm. what would you think about if your partner went into debt to buy you a Valentine's Day gift? Is that sweet or stupid? Stupid. But <laughs> and I, why? I don't think I will be very happy about that. So, yeah, I mean, I got a statistic for you. More than a quarter of consumers will go into credit card debt to pay for Valentine's Day. 51% of them expect to take at least two months to pay it off. Wow. This is just for just for this holiday. So that I mean that's that's a lot. I want to talk about financial issues, right? Financial issues are the number one problem with couples. Mm -hmm. In America, 20 to 40% of all divorce is caused by financial troubles. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that, Olivia? Um, I'm not surprised by that because I think that's also a global phenomenon. I mean, a lot of people online, especially on you know, TikTok, social media, they do talk about how, you know. The couples they do split up because they cannot agree on certain money values. Who's going to you know uh, foot most of the bill? Like for example, who's going to pay for the housing? Who's going to pay for our just our vacation dinners? Are we going to split that cost? Um, something in Asia that's very very popular is we go based on who makes a higher income. So for example, if you know 
my partner makes more, then we'll split it according to maybe 60-40 or 70-30, right? Depending on uh, who makes more. So, and they're more. okay with disclosing how, how much they make? Yes. Yes, I think it's important to have that conversation. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and of I course, think in uh, America, at the beginning, it's definitely yeah. a red flag, maybe, but <laughs> it will pay off in the end because then everything is laid out on the table, nothing's being hidden. And I think that's where the financial stress comes from. More couples, especially young couples, need to start having that conversation earlier. You know, have you cleared what is your plan? What is your solution? Communication. So if I was kicking off a relationship with someone or it, later down the track and we hadn't really brought about the money conversation. I think we need to have a discussion about it and it doesn't matter that we've come from different households and um, if my dad was well read and introduced money at an early age as five and taught me to, you know, save my little pocket money and introduce the money concept at an early age, that doesn't matter. But I think if you come together and go, right, so we're in this together, like we'd, later on down the track we've been dating for a year or whatever, I think that we should work towards building a saving up for a house deposit. Why don't we start investing um, and using an investing account as a savings account? And this is what I also talk to a lot of people about. Consider using a trading app as a savings account. So let's agree to put our savings together once a month and we can you know, put that into something that we, a portfolio of stocks or the S&P 500 if you want to, um, and you can add to that every month, your, your pays. Yeah. And then you're working towards something and then, you know, once you've reached your goal or your target for the investment, then you can take that and buy a property. Like it just opens up a discussion about goals and where you want to head if you introduce the money conversation early. It's not, it doesn't have to, it's not scary. Just right. like, right. like, have you bought a property before? Yeah, do you want to, do you, do you reckon we should start a savings account? Well, why don't we actually start an investing account instead of getting, say, 5%? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and certainly yeah. you can do that. We have, yeah. you know, yes. in, in, at least yes. in the United States, we pay a very good interest rate on, yep. on that money. You know, my thought is it's something you can think about doing on Valentine's Day and say, what if we commit to saving 10% of our income? Love you know, it. For, yes. Instead of Love like, it. oh, you have some people that if they don't have a budget, they, yep. they're just going to go and spend their money. Like, yep. Oh, yep. I mean, yep. a lot of the users out there, I'm sure you're, you're right. you know, a lot of us are like that. It's like yeah. it comes in the bank account, it goes out the bank account. Right. And, and like you know, water. <laughs> how much you're spending on Valentine's yeah. Day depends on what's in your bank account. You're going to spend it. But True. if you right. can make that commitment, uh, mm. you, you can grow your relationship for the future. Right. And you're going to have that nest egg when you maybe do get more serious with your partner to have. To, to make that purchase or maybe you're yeah. getting into your retirement age, you know, wh wherever you are uh, in yeah. your life. So, I mean, we're talking about Valentine's Day, but what we're really, really um, getting on about is really that macro issue, right, of just even couples and long-term stability and investments, right? This is just an opener for such a topic. Um, you mentioned commitment, right? So Valentine's Day, I think of love, and then I think of commitment and security and freedom. These values really come with good, proper planning and investments. And I know a lot of the Moo community, you know, I've interviewed some of you, I've interviewed some husbands and some wives who have come on the show and into our studio. Um, and you do talk about family being that key part of why you invest. And a lot of them say they wish they started earlier. So it's about investing in yourself. We need to invest in ourselves, not just our physicality and our nutrition, mm -hmm. Um, but for our longevity and our health, but also financially investing in ourselves so that we can potentially, you know, have a holiday sooner than we thought. So thinking about what Justin said, I really love that. You know, putting aside 10%, 
What if you can't afford 10%? Well, I don't know, whatever it is for you, is it $5, $5 a week? Is it $10 start. a week? Do it consistently. Start now, start early. Do it consistently. Pay yourself first. Robert Kiyosaki yeah. said yeah. it as yes. well, right? Yes. Yeah, Pay absolutely. yourself first. And Mumu's going to be there to help you with all this. I mean, we're, we're here to offer you the options trading mm -hmm. and the stock trading so that you can build that wealth with a great suite yes. of features and tools uh, that really enable that investing, you know, investing for the long haul, that's uh, you're really going to have something. That is the ultimate self-love, everyone, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Commitment to your own future. Yep. I really love those points. And find a theme that you love or a stock that you love and really get mm -hmm. to know it with our, whichever tab resonates with yes. you. If you want to get to know a company's financials or their fundamentals, you can begin to fall in love with the company. Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, of course. So that That's may the be real Valentine's Day. That may be a marriage made in heaven. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely check out those tools, everyone. Yeah, yes. so it's been a pleasure to have both of you here today. An important topic, right? This conversation here about Valentine's Day is about something much bigger. It's about the commitment to your future and also what you're building with whichever partner you're with or even if it's with yourself. And I think ultimately uh, you, you do owe it to really go forth figure out what the tools are, do your own homework, have that knowledge base, and keep going. Valentine's Day teaches us all to be observational. Look at um, spending patterns. Look at literally walk out on the street and see where traffic is moving and flowing. And that obviously ebbs and flows to retail spending. And then you can literally see who's, who's walking in and out of a Louis Vuitton store. Are they actually walking out with bags or are they walking out with nothing? Part of me observational is, is starting now, investing in yourself and using your uh, investment account uh, as a savings tool. So instead of putting your money in your savings account, actually put it in your Moomoo app. Um, and until you find something that you're interested in, you can keep it there and you're earning a good a good return. So you're still loving yourself. Think about adding to that account every month, quarter, week, whatever works for you. Um, and then fall in love with something. So it might be a company that you know already and then really, really unite with that stock. You know their fundamentals mm -hmm. and their earnings projections. And so you can love a company's future. And if you love a company's future and their earnings are growing, um, your portfolio will love you too because earnings growth drives share price growth. So plenty of love to go around. Of course, anyone listening, please comment in the set in the comment section about these topics. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love we'd love to possibly interview you. You know, I, I love yes. to hear stories. Uh, you know yes. of how you deal with your personal finances out there in Moonland. Yes, and type in also where you're from and, you know, what are some of the common practices uh, that you have during Valentine's Day, but as a couple, right, or what you're looking for uh, in a partner uh, in terms of, you know, financial planning. And, and thank you so much, both of you, for such wonderful insights, and thanks for being here today. And happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. Uh, we'll be back next week with another interesting episode. Thank you so much. Happy investing. Bye. Bye. The opinions expressed are those of the host and any guest speaker and not necessarily those of Moomoo Technologies, Inc. or its affiliates. The podcast is provided for informational and educational purposes only and is not a recommendation or endorsement of any particular investment or investment strategy that may be mentioned or covered in the podcast. All investments involve risk and the loss of principal as possible. Past performance does not indicate or guarantee future success. Moomoo is not affiliated with any outside guests or their companies.
Information provided in this podcast is general in nature and may not be appropriate for all investors. The Moomoo app is an online trading platform offered by Moomoo Technologies, Inc. Securities, brokerage products, and related services available through the Moomoo app are offered by Moomoo Financial, Inc., a member of FINRA, SIPC.